0: What up nerds and welcome to Tales for the Short Box of What's Weekly Wednesday podcast We talk about last week's comics My name is Adam Sheehan and I'm here as I always am with the folks I'm always here with Sean Petit What up Casey Crawford Hello And RJ Byte. Heyo as a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If Have you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to spoil those for you. I'm going to give you uh, timestamps in the episode description and all that jazz. Our top story today is Devil's Reign Superior 4, number one by Zach Thompson, David Tinto, and Matt Mila. Yeah. So here we are.
1: Here we are. Here we're doing we made it.
2: it. On another uh. lovely Sunday evening. Yeah. Yeah, this, we, um, uh, we really like to change our schedule these
3: days <laughs> Yeah we do yeah, we, we don't can't have a schedule We're doing yeah. it live um, Off mic we were, we were briefly lamenting about uh, How much the Eagles And therefore football in general sucks um, So I have, I have a, a suggestion for y'all here's, here's The sport that I have gotten Very much <laughs> into since I got COVID Do y'all want to hear it? Yes are you just taking our previous conversation and just continuing? Yes, I, I am. Because we need an intro is bit. Is it highlight? And... What's High <laughs> lie
2: Don't worry about it.
3: Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> For it's... anyone who's watched
2: Mad Men recently. That's oh, a, God. That's a no, cut. okay.
3: Here it is, though. Are you ready? Battle Bots. Oh, oh, dude,
0: BattleBots yeah. is the best.
3: Fucking, it's back. It started Classic. up again in, like, 2016 or whatever, and I the best, I, dude. I, got the, the Discovery Plus app, and it fucking rules, and everything. It's, it's just, like, serial killer TV shows and, like, documentaries and shit, <laughs> uh, uh, cooking channel, and, yep. like, BattleBots. That's all I do. Just and now... It. It's, BattleBots
2: is a bunch of fucking dorks making robots to kill each other, man. It's the oh, best show. Oh, it's awesome.
3: Show. It's, like, I <laughs> am truly emotionally invested and and <laughs> zach is too he doesn't he, he's not excused in this i'm i'm taking him down with me into the nerd train because we we have been like no <laughs> fuck whiplash fuck those motherfuckers it's lockjaw <laughs> all the way <laughs> i'm team Dude, it, bite force like it's like it's insane i've got favorites i i have ones that dang, i hate Shit's yeah. so, it's
0: you, so you, awesome. you're describing wrestling fandom casey I'm you should try yeah. You should try I mean, watching AEW. I think I you immediately might understand
3: like it. football people and wrestling people and all of this <laughs> because I have such emotional investment in BattleBots. But also, you know uh, F in the, the chat for Grant Imahara. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, F oh, in the chat no. for Grant. He was he was a special guest because I'm watching like a season from like 2018, uh, and he was like a mm. guest judge, and I'm like, oh, oh my sweet baby. But yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's how, I got that way with marble races um, on YouTube. Oh, um, oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, during the beginning of uh, of the pandemic.
3: Um. Yeah, that my coworker Brian is hell, really man. into marble races. That dude uh,
2: that did the announcing, like that shit was incredible. Like,
0: yeah, su- super well done. <laughs> like the guy is good at what he does, but what he does is incredibly fucking silly. Oh and yeah, I love that.
3: That's half the, the appeal of BattleBots. is like, because like, yeah, sure, there's robots and they're fighting each other um, and that's fucking awesome. But also like the hosts are stupid, the guy doing the announcement is stupid and the, the people building the robots are stupid and I just it. get to, yeah, they, they they're all air, way yeah. too into it yeah, and yeah. I yeah. get to mock all of it from the comfort of my couch while also simultaneously being far more invested than I should be. Is that the really-
1: Marble Race YouTube channel that has like 3 million yep. subscribers? Yeah, he Oof. started it because he was
3: bored during Wild. quarantine, right?
1: I stumbled into that by accident. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And they have like
0: <laughs> teams, and the teams have like their own team crowd chants. It's fucking. And they great. have
3: and they, like all the marbles have names and like yeah. personalities. It <laughs> <Yeah. You keep laughs> a whole
0: fucking thing. <laughs> it's, it
2: like
3: at incredible. least with at least with Battlebots, there's like an element of like skill and engineering involved because oh, it's tons. like tons. yeah, no, it's and insane. Tons. And also yeah. like thousands and thousands of dollars going yeah, the to these fucking the day, things the that they're just like they built a derby robot fighting
2: that can do that is pretty fucking impressive
3: it's fucking right. wild yeah because the but, thing is like yeah. me me and zach are like sitting on the couch just be like look this fucking idiot his robot's a piece of shit like oh yeah the fuck you, you and i'm like this guy is better at engineering than i will ever be yeah this guy yeah. I, felt,
2: I always felt so fucking bad for the ones that they got they start and then the one the other one hits it with like one fucking thing and it just absolutely shreds it in like three seconds Yeah, yeah. because like so much fucking work and i'm like i would just be like fuck this i won't ever love anything ever again why would i ever do anything i just i just did six months worth of work and it was destroyed in three and a
3: half seconds i spent the money that i could have spent on the down payment on a house to build this fucking robot
4: (laughs) And it I, just got yeah.
3: demolished. I like in to throw,
0: throw that on the ground and walk out. I would be fucking furious. <laughs> do you do you think like on the drive home he's driving home with the robot in the passenger seat and he's just like yelling at it like yeah. like a kid who just fucked up at baseball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go home and drink and beats the bot
0: again.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's it's a similar abusive like bot beating.
3: <laughs>
0: It's a similar level of investment. It's like it's like I'm taking you to practice every day after school. Yeah, yeah. Every day. What are you even doing?
3: What are we doing? You're just wasting my time? Do you even enjoy
0: playing baseball? (laughs) Like what? If you know don't want just later, tell me. We could
3: have both wasted a lot you know, less time. Yeah. You know
1: your performance reflects on me, right? Yeah.
3: You know you're making me look bad. You're walking around but in, this
0: scenario, my last he, name. in this scenario, he's talking to something that he built and programmed to do exactly yeah. what he wanted it to do.
1: And controlled
2: it
0: uh, as well. Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: did you
0: even God.
1: see that chainsaw? No, you didn't. Dude. It was right there, and it
2: cut you in half. I'm just oh. getting these vivid flashbacks of watching that show with my dad. But like, because like... yeah. It's back, and it's fucking amazing. They had certain robots, like, they were so much better that they would fuck with the other people and just try to, like, pick it up and chop them in half and shit. Like, it was, like, (laughs) the craziest shit. It was awesome. Yeah,
3: no, imagine that, but imagine, like, 20 years worth of, like, like science and engineering yeah, like advancements, advancements.
2: Like, yeah people can do like this for fun they're, now in they're all nuts they're all yeah. like
3: they're all of the blades are moving at like 200 miles an hour yeah. and they're all like 200 just, pounds yeah, these and tiny like,
2: little fucking engines now that you can get yeah. to do that shit some with of them have drones
3: that have a flamethrower on it like so there's like a bot on the <laughs> ground hitting them with like a wedge and then there's a bot in the air just raining down yeah, fire none was of those actually classic. worked
2: but it's really fun the wedge <laughs> was the classic because you just yeah once you got the bot to flip, it was fucking
1: over.
3: But now all of them are vertical spinners. That's what I've uh, noticed. Mm. Yeah, vertical vertical spinners are uh, crushing it. Okay, I, I just
1: they need, I to, just make love, I awesome. just need to make Beyblades. I just love how
3: soon,
0: how <laughs> soon in the life cycle of robotics we just made them fight each other.
3: Oh, of course. Yeah, it was like, like, immediately, right? Yeah. It's, like, it, it's, it's pretty like, much it, why we
0: invented robotics. Yeah. The second that fight. we
3: invented photography, we created porn. And the second we invented <laughs> yeah. robots, we made them kill each other for our amusement. <laughs> and, it's and humankind also, has and always also, been the same. And also porn. <laughs> also porn, yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> Somehow. Uh,
3: yeah. Now I want to see the <laughs> p- BattleBot porn... Like oh like mesh God. like just the-, put the yeah
2: you just gotta put the right music over top
3: of it and, just, or, or like they all just like fight each other with like giant dildos like that, I just that's had the so
0: worst good. mental image that I'll never be able to scrub out of my brain. Just like, <laughs> oh. Oh uh, where
2: someone shows up for the porn bot but they show up but they accidentally walk into the battle bot ring.
0: No, just just what the mechanics of of two porn bots who were designed to have sex with each other would look like and how that would operate and it, it wouldn't just, it, it would makes just, me sad. It they makes me absolutely utterly sad. They would just, it would become battle bots. It would just gyrate sad. on
2: top of each other.
0: <laughs> it would become battle
3: bots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so that that was my COVID psychosis when oh. I had COVID. We just went through an entire <laughs> season of BattleBots and became nice. like those people. Nice. <laughs> I just no, watched people
1: do Sudoku.
3: That's fun that's, too. That's odd. I mean, doing yeah. Sudoku is more fun than watching people do Sudoku. I think
1: not if they're really really difficult and they're oh. really good at them. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I
3: can, I can see that. that. That's like speed yeah. runs. It's like the same there's, appeal. Yeah, yeah. It's there, the same like uh, lizard brain.
1: <laughs> there's like tier. Like there's like ones that like have such complicated rules you can figure it out with like three letters known that and they do like uh, chess board movements like uh everything within a knight's move of each other has to equal the total as well. Fuck. Oh fuck that. No.
2: Fuck. All of that. (laughs) Yeah. People whose brains can contain all that and focus like that's it's truly impressive. Yeah.
3: There, there's definitely a point in the Sudoku book where I hit a wall and then just like throw it out a window. It's, it's, like, no, it's, longer, like, <laughs> it's
2: no longer fun.
3: Yeah, like I, yeah. I get like, like, you know, novice, nailed it, easy, crushing it. And then I get like like two into the medium yeah. section and I'm just like, nope, <laughs> Has, this, this makes me feel bad about anymore, myself bro. now.
1: <laughs> have, have you guys tried Wardle
3: no, no, I, no, I have Bringing yet. this current. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like I'd
1: be better at that.
3: My coworker showed me the word of the day on like Wednesday, I think, and I, mm. I, I was immediately too invested. I haven't downloaded it myself. I really but like it. Yeah. No, well, you don't have, have to
1: download, download anything. It's all browser based, which is the Oh, whole point. Is it? yeah. The oh, app yeah. that's okay. out there has was straight
2: up stolen from this idea, and yeah. now someone's making money off of it. So don't get the app.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. someone but literally it, just it's...
2: stole the idea and made an app out of it. Damn. It's really fun. I don't. Yeah, I, I, check I, that I get out. it. I keep seeing it.
0: I want to I want to purposely get it wrong like the most <laughs> amount of times just so I can <laughs> share that result <laughs> Where it's just like this guy has this guy doesn't even know the e- English language. It's like it's <laughs> like
1: you get four green letters. You get four green letters and you still get it wrong. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the next one is like nothing and then like all yellow and then nothing again. It's like
3: it's like how did you even come up with a word that has zero of these letters in just Adam,
0: it? Just make it absolutely frustrating for someone else to even look at.
2: <laughs> uh, Adam, I have a serious oh, question. Um, do you know how to read? <laughs>
0: Well, someone
1: someone made a uh, a uh, gag game that is letteral, and you have to you have to guess the letter, mm. and it's like <laughs> it's just you get you get it's like you just try to guess because yeah, there's no context. Yeah, right. Right. You get 26 guesses, and that's it. That's
2: pretty funny. Just a way to take something so nice and pure and make it fucking absurd.
3: Yep. Every time.
1: The internet never don't change. Yep. But also
2: change
3: everything about yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a glorious and terrible place.
3: Oh yeah, exactly. Maybe just get rid of like Facebook and all social media, and then it'll be great. We'll be back it'll to be the golden ages. Yeah. <laughs> make the internet great
2: again. Uh, oh, no. Back back to when uh New Grounds and um
1: the world.
3: Uh what what was that y- one? YTMND. I'm a YTMND yeah, y- y- yeah. guy. another
0: one. Yeah. Rotten.com.
2: Like back, dot com. back, back you know. when that shit ruled the world. Remember, yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. when the internet was that? Oh god, what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's The video yeah, of you. someone saying Badger 47 times.
0: <laughs> yeah, I look yeah. back at some of the some of the YTMND posts that I thought were funny, like, yeah. like laughing till I couldn't breathe, and it's yeah. like, what's wrong with me? It's
2: literally right. the stupidest shit on the but that was the internet and it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Chuck
3: Norris jokes? Oh yeah, yeah, remember I that do. part of the internet.
0: All right, we're 15 <laughs> minutes into this, and yeah.
3: we're also uh, old as fuck. That 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 puts us firmly in the yeah. elder been, millennial. Just we have carbon ourselves.
0: dated ourselves here. Yeah. On the
3: show. <laughs>
2: firmly aged ourselves. Uh, anyway, right. talk about comics. I do. I guess. Let's do it. Okay, I guess I'll talk about a comic that came out <laughs> this week. I'll uh, get on my image train. Smooth. We'll start early. Uh, Rain number one. It's by Joe Hill, David M. Boer, Zoe Thoroughgood, and Chris O'Halloran. Um,
3: now, does anyone know, is this is this a Joe Hill like short story or novel that was adapted? Because the I believe um, so. Yeah, because it's a story by Joe Hill adaptation by yeah, David M. I believe M. this Boer. is
2: a Joe Hill story, but I don't know for sure.
3: Yeah, I don't know where that story exists, if it's like in a book of his short stories or whatever. I'm probably going to look into that because it's, it's a pretty cool concept.
5: Um, yeah. It's four short novels. Nailed it. Well, I think,
2: I think that's part of means I mean, the rain did. Uh, oh, no. Oh, so it's, one, it's part of a book called Strange <laughs> Weather, and this is one of the novels in that book. So it is ah. a short novel by Joe Hill. Got it. Thank you, Google. All right. So um, we open up with two young women um, enjoying a beautiful day outside. Um, Yolanda and... Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle. Thank you. I'm not going to remember that.
0: Um, Just kind of enjoying
2: (laughs) each other. How could you forget? I don't know. Yeah, that's
0: just weird enough of a name to never forget. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's a great point. I've I've remembered Yolanda. Anyway, (laughs) just really enjoying each other. Um... Looking at the uh, looking at the cloud, just talking about their family, just uh, and she's just talking about how much she is in love with Yolanda. Honeysuckle is our narrator, and just how she just doesn't even understand what's going on, but she loves every second of it, which is pretty great. And we just kind of get a really good uh glimpse into their past, their you know their relationship, and how they kind of they're they're about to move in with each other, and that's kind of where the, the story picks up.
3: It's so nice, and nothing bad will ever happen.
2: Yeah, they talk the, about this... And
1: you then know, I stopped reading.
2: Yeah, <laughs> then I closed the book. Because um, <laughs> it was a Joe Hill book, and I, kn- I knew something was going to happen.
0: This is about two young people hopelessly in love, and that's all you need to and know. that's it. That's all we're going to say.
2: So we're in Boulder, Colorado, uh, and it's a beautiful day. They talk about how the sky was so blue, you couldn't even look at it. Longer, too long because it was so bright and blue and everyone just wanted to be outside so we kind of meet <laughs> the neighbors as they're moving into this new, this new place um, the old guy who's a good dude but he's a little homophobic but still casual,
3: nice, casual casually casual homophobic, homophobic yeah. us, uh... we also
0: get a real quick panel of two giraffes together.
2: yeah we get, we get a bunch of panels of uh, some outside activities which kind of come back so there's like a birthday party a wedding to I didn't realize giraffes that giraffes and a plane. The, yeah, that's my favorite outdoor were in... at Yes, early. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um. We meet probably one of the best characters, Martina, who is a, a Russian stripper who blasts '80s power ballads and promptly invites um, honeysuckle and Yolanda to to a threesome.
3: <laughs> my kind of gal.
2: Uh, they have a weird cult. Uh, nuts that live near them that have been predicting the apocalypse every year. You know, at uh, some point if you keep years. predicting
3: it, you know, you're gonna be right eventually. Yeah.
2: And they're singing um In the Air Night, which is hilarious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they're in like one big hoodie. Yeah, they're like in like a they're, in, yeah, in, like, they're like a like, big
4: bag like with like three, three head hoodies. And
2: they have like hubcaps on the back of them. Like, they're really fucking weird looking. That's their cold hoodie. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's it's very heaven's gatey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, um, and then there's this little kid that's like her neighbor who is on is constantly sick, so he's always on any antibiotics, so he can't go out in the sun. So they just call him his name's Templeton, but call him Little Dracula. He's just in mm-hmm. a cape and has like little little fangs, and little she drag- brings him um, something blood. and It's just like a sugary drink. It's, looks like yeah, it's
3: like it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a strawberry beverage, but it looks like it's a wine bottle, too. And I'm like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> it's grenadine. It's the, it's that, like, red simple syrup that they yeah. use for some I drink. think
2: that's all it is, yeah. At first I thought it was ketchup, then he, like, drank it, drinking. I'm like, no, nah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, then so uh, y- Yolanda and her parents show up, uh, her mom shows up, um, and they talk about a lot about how her parents, when they found out they were dating and they came out, were super supportive, whereas honeysuckles were, like, very much not so she's mm. always felt much more comfortable with their family more accepted um, but they i thought they had a great bumper sticker i don't know if everyone else caught this
3: i i caught it yeah. I, I i clocked it
2: voting is like driving d goes forward r goes backward <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. nah, not entirely wrong yeah but they're doing the classic
2: moving stuff they're just kind of talking about you know how much they you know i'm glad we're moving in i'm glad we're doing this like why do you have so much shit um. that kind of stuff Getting invited to threesomes by the neighbor, yeah, classic, <laughs> classic moving stuff. These kids are going to be all right. Yeah, sure, <laughs> they're um, doing great. Yolanda's dad like gives Honeysuckle a note to kind of like talk about stuff and again. I think it's, um, again he she's felt really close to him about about certain things, so almost like a surrogate father.
3: Well, yeah, they but they the, she said that the parents her Yolanda's parents were like were your do-over parents because your parents
2: adopted her very kind of nice yeah it was very nice of them um so then right after that they kind of notice that a storm is brewing and they're unpacking the car and they're doing all that stuff they want the little kid vampire to go back inside because his mom's yelling for him and then she kind of goes back out to the car and it starts raining and then all of a sudden it's needles Crystal. Crystal needles. Crystal needles coming out <laughs> of the sky? The rain, the needles. So, all of these people we've met who are outside, we get very terrible images of them being just pork, just push-pinned the line. Yeah. Like, and just, <laughs> you know, so her, the love of her life, her, and her mom, like, the cult people, the two neighbors, um, and like I said, most every, like, they they have, like, a splash page, like, when the rain fell, most everyone was caught in it, and we see those four pages panels from before: the kid's birthday party, the the wedding, fucking giraffes, the fucking giraffes, man, the <laughs> airplane. I said this earlier. I was like, I was like, this is really sad, but when they, re- when I had to realize that most animals were now dead like that really bummed me out <laughs> like,
3: yeah you have to just remind a simple, me of that a simple panel of giraffes to remind you that almost all animals are dead i was like oh
4: god uh, yeah
2: like and they talk about like she tried to go save them obviously but it's like it's just like i one less thing like if i would have just had her come in or just anything yeah. like like
3: if we just had have that me threesome, too, threesome like, with Martina. Yeah, right? just
2: like anything. It's just like, and now she's like, what do I do now? Like, I never thought I would ever love anybody like this. I don't think I ever will. And now she's dead as we're about to move in. Like, what am I going to, what do I even do?
0: Well, she even said, like, I, I, I'm, I, I realized in that moment that I never really had loved anyone before. Like,
2: right. And now <sighs> she's, yeah, it's it's heavy as shit heavy to start off and like the, i guess now the next piece is like we do we find we have to find out scope because they talk about how how many people died in cold uh boulder colorado where this is taking place but we don't know if this is like a worldwide event if um if all rain is needles now <laughs> like we just know what's happened <laughs> all to- rain is needles. yeah
0: So like, I didn't, I didn't need an excuse to never leave the house before.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, But this, this one grabbed me obviously, but like, yeah, I thought immediately I have so many questions about the world and what's going to happen. So like, it was a very, very good number one to hop into heart wrenching, unfortunately, but great story. Uh, I thought I really liked the art. I liked how they kind of told the, they kind of told you the story a lot and like a lot of the rain and all that through just the pictures, instead of, like, her talking about it, they just showed, like, it was very, almost Well, she silent. foreshadowed
3: it on the first page, Yeah, and she and says, kind of, like, yeah. this was all nice yeah. until the crystal rain started coming. It was just like, wait, like, what, what like, the what fuck, the are, you fuck talk- are you talking about? Yeah, It's also yeah.
0: grisly. Like, the violence yeah. is very detailed, yeah. very... I think
3: this, this artist was the perfect cho- choice. Like, only yeah. Zoe Thorogood could have been so simultaneously, like, adorable and horrific. Yeah, Like, I don't think many... From, like, yeah,
2: piercing the eyes and all the different like really gross parts of your body. Like they they didn't shy away from that at all. They really showed how gruesome. But also it like been. the young
3: love and them like entangled in each other, watching yeah. the, the like it's like it's like she nailed both aesthetics Absolutely. really well. Yeah, like the the, I don't think anyone the first could have half of this
2: book is so bright and happy and like um
1: hopeful and it's just like. I thought it was uh, especially more brutal because there's like a brief. There's uh, Yolanda doesn't die right away. You yeah. see her kind of like try to move, and yeah. I thought for a minute that they were gonna have her survive. Yeah, and then you see her uh, like on the ground, but like she, uh, most of everyone dies in like one panel, but she uh, like she- keeps moving, and it's yeah, it has like brutal the
2: splash page. Like even like some of the panels, you kind of see like the groom covering up. The bride
3: yeah and like the mom, trying, the mom to trying, trying to shield herself with her arm and, and the baby yeah. yeah
2: and like it's just like so like you kind of see what happened but like the plane was another one like it just pierced the plane and it just crashed like who knows the full effect that's what i'm like i want to like i said is all rain is all, it's yeah, all Like zo-
0: zoom out yeah, yeah.
2: exactly <laughs> um uh. but yeah it was uh pretty great i'm a big fan I uh, always like Joe Hill stories, but this seems like a re- great one to adapt, and so far, its I feel like they're capturing what I expect from a Joe Hill story. That's for sure. Well,
5: you
3: know what they, they could have used in this scenario? Some kind of doom prophecy to warn them <laughs> that the... That the crystal rain was coming. I was that,
0: wondering how you were gonna segue is this. that. Is that
2: how you're <laughs> is that how you're gonna transition?
3: Oh fuck yeah, it is. Cause we're doing Mothman. I got uh, Department of Truth number 15 by James Tynan IV and David Romero. Um, this doing issue a was great. <laughs> doing a Mothman. This issue was fucking great for multiple reasons, but mostly because it's just like the cliff notes of Mothman prophecies with Department of Truth like like inserted in so like mm. pre-existing stories that happened you know as much as you want to believe or not believe uh john keel um and then with department of truth like sprinkled in there And uh, just like yeah they're
0: their own men in black and we'll get to that but yeah we'll just get to that but casey paintings. you you asked for this and boy did you get it like, i got it
3: you sure did this, they, yeah, that's what I said it's the Cliff Notes, but it's still the Cliff Notes of an entire book. Yeah, this <laughs> is the know,
0: masterpiece like, of the series so far, for sure.
3: They like yeah. gave
1: the reverence that Mothman deserved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they did. made it like a whole special issue. It like yep. changed up style and everything.
3: Uh huh. Fucking rules. So, yeah, this whole issue is I feel told. Like they
1: had to, to get yeah. this information in.
3: Yeah, this yeah. is... It would have, mm-hmm. have to have been a whole arc if they didn't do it this way, right? Yeah, like, telling um, this through, like, comic
2: book dialogue would have taken, like, a, yeah, like you said, a whole trade. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been so um, much.
3: So, so basically, this is all told from the perspective of an unknown Department of Truth figurehead, um, whose name is Blacked Out, interviewing uh, Dalton H- Hines, who yeah. is Doc, the guy yeah. with the tinfoil hat. So. Doc is how I will be referring he to him. Um, he was he
1: Harvey Oswald's partner before exactly, ha- yeah. Oswald was leader of the. And before yeah, Doc
3: so-
2: went out of the field. We, we've met him. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah, this yeah, this is how you find series. out that.
3: Yeah, this is how you find out that, how he stopped being a field agent yeah. because of all mm. the events of this book. Yeah. So the, the entire thing is told through interviews with him and the eyewitness accounts of people seeing the Mothman. So it starts out with this, this unseen interviewer talking to Doc, and Doc is scared shitless. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, I, you know, I just really feel like we fucked up on this one. And he's like, all right, walk me through it. And he's basically like, so, so me, me and Lee Harvey Oswald had this idea that we could create a fiction, we could create a UFO using the media, and then we could catch it. So we could, like, catch our own wild fiction. Um, so in the process of doing this this collective belief of like building a wild fiction they just put in these random articles into the into newspapers across the country about strange flying objects. This is so brilliant. And they were not specific enough with their language. What do we what do we know they about magic? You got to yep. be specific. You got to be very specific with your wishes when you're yep. using magic. Yep. So so That's that's this issue to a T. Yeah. yeah. So so they they weren't specific enough and the strange flying objects beca- became Mothman sightings. So, the very first one that it goes through is the the quote unquote real, the Scarberry Millette sighting, which is like two couples. We'll just who say
2: real as in not made up for this comic. There's exactly. re- references and actual yeah, yeah, accounts okay. from so outside. Of how, this. Yeah, so here's
3: how. Yeah, I will say things are real as in other people have written about them and I yeah. believe that they happened. It's not from
0: this comic book. It's, it's not some, from this yeah, comic yeah. book. Yeah.
3: But, like, if you want to believe that it happened or not, that's sure. a different. These
0: are based on actual eyewitness accounts. I yes. think is yeah, exactly. the best way to say it.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is all so, the um is all sorry is all the like
3: uh interviews that people gave in the book are they they're real? Absolutely. Everything except for Doc. Nice. It, yeah. So so the the Scarberry Millette account is very like that's like the most like it's like the first one and it's like the most detailed like, because like the they saw the mm, one. Yeah, they yeah. saw this motherfucker like. 12 times like he was like behind he was like following the car and then they like got to like the silo and he was in the boiler and then they like found these weird tracks and there's like all these details and like it basically this this entire town goes on the hunt and like multiple people see the mothman in like Mm. multiple situations right um which is kind of what starts the point pleasant like fever where like yeah okay this something happened we know something happened so then it starts getting like, like more media attention, and more like, and th- that's when, um, you, uf- ufologists like John, um, uh, what's his name? Gray. Oh, I forgot. He's got such a cool name. Um, uh, John, John Keel and, and a, another ufologist, are, uh, start, start snooping around.
0: Ufologists have great names, man.
3: They do. What the fuck is his name? Um, anyway, yeah. So that's when, that's when you get like John Keel, uh, kind of nosing around. And then, you know, the fact that, they called it Mothman in the press and like the interviewer talking to to Doc is kinda like, doesn't really strike me as a Moth that I've ever seen. Where did Mothman come from? <laughs> well, it's like, interesting
2: well, how they talked about because like it didn't start as a as Mothman. It evolved from there. Like evolved from the side objects. Exactly. objects, so, like, then, kind of then the and newspapers, itself,
3: the even newspapers even started the newspapers Mothman the newspapers was the so popular. Yeah, so it was just a was this- so of that exactly mm. and then that and then that caught people's attention because it was catchy and then that created more sightings because people more people started believing in it and yeah. this was like,
1: so the superman radio show brought back the kkk and the batman one brought
0: mothman exactly
3: exactly is, yeah. <laughs> you, you're good you? good job guys <laughs> <laughs> way to go
0: and it's barker casey was the yes other guy.
2: thank you um i just like how they're sh- telling yeah, the great interview barker. interspersed with these stories so you're kind of getting like it all built but like the I like the dossier style of the interview, but then like as they're showing you the interviews, they're just full on paintings. Yes,
0: beautiful, <laughs> yeah. beautiful images. My favorite thing about how they depict Mothman in this is the glowing eyes have a trail.
3: Yeah. Yes, like the, and, and like the wings are like this ethereal. This Ronald like, Trent page. Yep. Of yeah. Mothman. Oh it's my like, god.
2: Early on, it's like this is it's incredible.
3: Yeah. These depictions that he's
2: created and like yeah. just talking about and again, about the all traits.
3: real sightings in West Virginia in this time just period. Just like real.
2: Yeah, like these real. renditions real. of them like that he's created yeah. in here are so they're beautiful. Yeah. The yeah,
3: the one
0: the one page where it's just like a kitchen window. Yeah. And yeah. it's like this beautifully detailed painting of a kitchen window with just yeah. two red dots way yeah, in the background it's, it's through amazing. the window. Like, dude, I, yeah. I I texted the group chat when I was finished reading this. I was like, "This issue is going to make it difficult for me to sleep for a while." I think. Uh
2: huh. I feel like he had to yeah. write this issue like this so uh David Romero had enough time to draw all this shit. <laughs> yeah,
3: this was the wrong
0: book to read at four in the morning. Let me tell
2: you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yes.
3: Um. Anyway, but yeah, so so then Doc is explaining to the person interviewing him, and he's like, "I'm st- starting to develop my own theories about how all of this this works and how how our job works," and he's like, "And I think." strangeness begets strangeness so all of these things are happening and and like the world starts to get comfortable with how this is working and then something breaks the rules and it had like when it breaks rules it breaks all of the rules so then the expectation of strangeness creates more strangeness and it's this like how these figures are, like, creating their own mythology well, how it's, like it's getting out of hand really fast.
2: So many people believe in them and their manifestations of this thought that they start latching on to the intent that people are giving to them. So instead of this just being these weird things they're seeing, they have their own intent now. So well, that's, became, that's,
3: let's get to the next thing. So, so he's talking. Evolves. he's talking specifically about, like, I think... Certain wild fictions only have the intent that we give them, right? Right. Big like Foot, UFOs. Mothman UFOs. They have the intent that we give them. Like we expect them to be abducting people and experimenting on them, so therefore they do.
1: It's kind of like they, they're like guided. Like they just exactly. they have a specific purpose
3: and they just they go. And we've that we've created for them and then they do it. it yeah.
0: it's, now, it's almost like there's a space in reality that they just occupy. Like yeah, exactly this, and we just
3: kinda of pull them out of Yeah, there's yeah. this missing piece of them.
0: Of them. Yeah. And, and and they're what connects that missing piece of reality. Yeah.
3: But then we get to the weirder shit and he's talking about the figures that do have their the own intent. intent. Yeah. Yeah. So so they they reference back to the the Scarlet Woman and that's yeah, that redacted. entire It's yes. all redacted, yeah. which is great. Um and so so she's a figure with intent. She's a, a Tulpa, yeah. right? So mm. then we get fucking injured Cold, the scariest motherfucker. Yeah, uh another quote unquote Real thing that happened in the Mothman prophecies. And he is (laughs) a. He starts explaining he's got this like creepy, like unnaturally wide smile. And like there's another eyewitness account from uh, the Derenberger sighting. It's a Woodrow Derenberger who like thought it was a cop. So he stopped and this guy came over and was like speaking to him telepathically and like told him to tell the authorities. And like this guy clearly has intent, but like we don't know what the fuck it is.
1: This guy um, creeped me out so bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. That yeah. He looks yeah. like he looks like Where's Waldo? But there's no one else in the picture but Waldo, and you know he has 500
0: bodies under the basement, <laughs> <laughs> and you still somehow can't find him. Yeah. This, yep. Yeah. Exactly. He, he's my new sleep paralysis demon. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he's <laughs> so horrifying.
2: He's he's the guy that's there when you think there's someone in the room with you, but it's empty. It's him. Yeah. That, um, that's that's the, that's my new mental image for that person.
3: <laughs> this and I and I think it's intentional on everyone's account. This is Bob from Twin Peaks. <laughs> like Uh-oh. this is the this yep. is the fucking evil spirit that Bob is. Mm. Um yeah. So so yeah, so he so he's like using telepathy and like tells this guy to roll down his car window and like the, the his ship just like floats simultaneously. Yeah. So shit's wild. And it clearly scares the shit out of Doc. Um, so we go back to the interview, and how the strangest gets strangeness starts to, like I said, bringing all the the different ufologists. Um, and in the process of trying to kill the the uh, interest in this story, Doc shows up to one of these meetings where all the people, all the oh different people God. have seen Mothman and seen UFOs show up to talk about it and like this phenomenon that's happening in point pleasant doc shows up with his recording device and starts interviewing people and telling them to stop talking to gray barker and john keel which is a real thing that happened
0: and he's acting like really super weird because he had to take off his his uh tinfoil, tinfoil hat, foil to hat in there and he, mm. yeah and he's
3: and he's scared shitless of like because everything is out of his control now so he becomes his own men in black which is like he's Yeah, so he had encountered Men in Black previously, and then he becomes part of that mythology, and now people are starting to connect to the Department of Truth and, like, having their own ideas of what the Department of Truth is, and now he's worried that people's idea of what the Department of Truth is will create what they are. So like, Also, also wasn't
0: Oswald going around just recently bald with no eyebrows? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Which is, like, another description (laughs) of the Men in Black. That's another Men
3: in Black description, yep, exactly. Um... So, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, it's so fucking good. So then... And then, we, then we get to the, the real, the real deal, and all of these things culminate in, as we know, the Point Pleasant Bridge collapse, the, the Silver Bridge uh, collapse on the, uh, on the Ohio River, and 32 v- vehicles sank into the river and 40 people died, uh, which is another real thing that happened. Actually real. Like, that for sure happened, but everyone claims that they saw a UFO. Overhead when it happened. This
2: Um, splash page again.
3: Yeah, holy
0: shit! And notice all the brake lights on the cars look like uh, Mothman eyes.
3: Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and
2: also, can't I can't overstate the funny little Men in Black wants to catch the Mothman (laughs) trolley. that that shit cracked me up. Um,
3: but yeah, so so then Doc is talking about how like all of these people seeing these UFOs and seeing this like rash of Mothman sightings and UFO sightings were like this is all a portent of doom. Like, this is all t- trying to warn us about something. And so they were all worried that something bad was going to happen, so something bad did happen, and they created the bridge collapse. And they also wanted
2: um, to try to capture
3: a UFO. Well, Lee did. Lee, so did. Lee This whole yeah, thing Lee's was all... going a
2: little crazy at this point.
3: Which, who we know is probably a Tulpa to begin with. So he's beginning... Yeah more strangeness on his own yeah. so yeah his his whole goal was to catch a ufo and that never changed so when the bridge collapsed it, it scared pitted. the shit out of doc and and lee was like m- more invested in catching the was, ufo right, let it, me, but let me get a it, mothman instead yeah it's like well either yeah and it, and it reinforced his his drive and he seemed yeah. to not give a shit at all that 40 people died yeah not even and a doc's little bit. like oh uh, this is this is a little unnerving um So so they they managed to track one down and like they were so glad that like the elephant tranquilizers actually worked and they did actually catch a Mothman. Dude, this page I can't (sighs) I can't The faces and the hands and the Mothman's wings. Yeah, his wings are made of
0: ghosts. Like Yeah. yeah.
3: Fucking wild. It's and then and then after they catch the Mothman they have their own encounter with Indrid Cold, who like
2: just just fucking shows up in a spaceship.
3: Yeah. Like a fucking psycho.
2: Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
3: Yep, and he he has a telepathic conversation with Lee and Doc is like certain that he's not allowed to be involved in that conversation and yeah. he's like trying to get it out of Lee of like what the fuck did he say? Well he and was also like,
0: wearing his tin hat at that point.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um Yeah, so so then when they catch the Mothman, Lee demands to be like alone with it in a room in like Doc has this whole epiphany of just like, this is two of the same things staring at each other. Mm-hmm. It, it's like two monsters of the American mythos, you know, which, you know, 50 years before he realized it, he realized that Lee was a tulpa and didn't put that together. Yeah. And I think you at know? this
2: point is when Lee probably figured it out. Because I think yes. he, was, he was drawn to these things that were created, because I think he's one of them as well, because he thinks he's one of them as well.
3: I mean, or he doesn't know, and he, he just... Or he's still I, just I'm not drawn sure. to them in some way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's like these two these two things, that the, the secrets of the world that... But then that, he disappeared. Yeah, and then Oswald. he disappeared. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's the whole... We find out that the whole reason for Doc being interviewed is that Oswald is gone, yeah. and they don't know where the fuck he is. And so it's like, yeah, that was the last I saw him, was him hanging out with the fucking Mothman Dude. In, in the Mothman prison. And this is also when doc is like hey can i just be in the archives yeah, I'm i don't really ever never wanna... leaving
2: again by <laughs> the way. i never want to go
3: outside <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: good move
3: <laughs> and can you blame him you no, know um, not even a little bit yeah Dude, he just
2: went out caught a fucking mothman yeah like, it's jesus
3: yeah can't stress enough that like this whole book is just the mothman prophecies with doc and lee harvey oswald <laughs> just kind of like Penciled dropped in yeah. they're the men penciled, in yeah, black penciled in. yeah they're penciled into pre-existing characters yeah. that yeah. did exist it, in it's, this story it's funny
0: because it grounds the story it grounds exactly. that story into yeah. this reality and it gives perfect. and
3: it gives explanations to unexplainable things in the mothman prophecies of like yeah. who the fuck is this guy oh, it's asking yeah, it all these hard questions re- yeah. because like some of the men in black look more human than others like some of them could pass as human but clearly aren't and something's wrong and then some of them like this guy with the recorder who's acting real squirrely and asking a lot of weird questions was yeah. like clearly a human, but no one knew who the fuck he was. And it gives it this like, yeah, this tangibility yeah, like, that makes this and, story and it, feel more credible this, too. It's the same
0: thing as the moth man. Like they latched on to certain weird details that uh-huh. like, of course you're going to get the weird details. Right. And then when you get fixated on the weird details, those details get weirder and weirder. Yeah. Strangeness exactly. begets strangeness.
2: It's, yeah. just and, like, it's, clear, like, like, it's just
1: impressive. It's clear that like it's the the and, amount
2: and, of like, research gone oh into creating God. the oh, story yeah.
0: is so impressive. It's
1: uh it's also horrifying to th- see Department of Truth feed into the thing they're trying to stop.
4: Yeah. Yes. it's like,
1: Yep. That's true. What are you gonna fucking do at that point?
2: That's a good point. Well, that's why kind of like going back to like the beginning of this. It's like, are they the baddies?
3: Well, yeah. And that's uh, that's, that's the thing. Right, it's like yeah. they they might have started out as the good guys, but because the the general population has an idea that they exist and Mm -hmm. thinks of them as an evil entity. Did they become an evil entity because of the belief in... Or did
2: they think of what Oswald is because of what everyone believes him to be is the topo that's been running around fucking everything up. It's like the only
1: way they would ever work is if no one knew they existed or everyone knew everything about them. Yeah, it's, it's such a strange thing.
2: But then
3: thing. if people knew how belief worked, they would definitely use it for evil purposes the same way that Black Hat is doing and shit. Would it, so, like, would it work that way, then?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. That's, that's interesting. If you knew that your thought manifested something, would it v- manifest it then? I think you have to Or would, to would it manifest
0: it? it in a weird way, like cold? You have to, tru- mm. you
1: have to truly believe it.
0: I think
2: would that's it, it now we're just talking about chaos magic. Now yeah. we're just <laughs> well, that's pretty much what this. That's pretty much what this fucking is.
3: Yeah, I know, but like now, now, but if if everyone knew the truth about how truth exists, then it's just chaos magic. Um, yeah, so, so, <laughs> I don't know, man. This book is fucking crazy. This book's is fucking. This is the issue I've great. been waiting for for Dude, fifteen the fucking issues. And
2: paintings and stuff that they did Ooh. here are astounding.
3: Yeah, I want to get this as, like, a poster <laughs> to yeah, put in my Yeah, like, house. that one where they, like,
2: <laughs> run up on them, that, it's f- amazing.
3: Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, James Tynan, man. Like, my, my fucking dude.
2: Crushing him man, crushing with this book.
3: It. Yep.
0: Alright, so, uh, speaking of, uh, man-sized things with Bats. wings. Speaking Speaking, speaking,
3: of, speaking Batmans. of
0: Batmans. Uh, I got Robin and Batman number three by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. Mech Batmans. <laughs> so, everything that we speculated so far about Killer Croc has been wrong.
3: Yeah, no, he's not, he's not being nice. He, he, just wants, a... he
0: just wants to kill Dick. That's all he wants.
2: Yep. Well, piece of shit.
0: <laughs> and he doesn't even do the 21 Jump Street thing. He just shows up at Dick's house, or shows up at Dick's school Holds the principal hostage and just starts breaking his fingers over the intercom system until Robin shows up.
3: Yeah. Real dick move, Waylon.
5: Yeah. Come just on, bro. Brute force.
0: So. I mean.
3: He is a villain, after all. We kind of forgot that he's a villain. Yeah, I just, two- I
0: just thought it would be nice if, if he had like some kind of sweet connection, or yeah,
3: we're we're too invested in the Catwoman, Lonely C- City, Killer Croc, yeah, and, King of and, Ears! And, for- <laughs> and we forgot that he's yeah. a monster. OG in some... OG <laughs> Killer
2: Crocs, um, yeah. he's not the best dude.
3: No, yeah,
0: <laughs> we we also get a lot of this, um, just Dick Grayson being a kid. Yeah, that that we've gotten throughout this—that's really great. Like, um, he's trying to skip class so that he can he can do more digging on Killer Croc, and Alfred's like, absolutely not. You have to go to school. The and, and Bruce is like, I oh, don't know, this is more important than school. And, and then Alfred's like,
3: How fucking dare you, yeah. Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Yeah, you should go to school. <laughs> I
0: I love how much of a mother father relationship they have with yeah. Oh,
3: totally. Well, Alfred's like
2: did his best with fucking Bruce. He's like, yo, don't, don't do this shit. He needs, he needs to be a kid. He needs to get to fucking school. Like, this isn't, because this is like right after he's cleaning all of the blood out of his costume. It's like, all right, yeah. this, is, this is getting ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Cleaning grown men's blood out of this little boy's clothes. is a little Yeah. Bit fucked not up. the best. So then we also get him uh, some more of him at school and like, he gets approached by some kid who's like, you know, I saw all your drawings in your notebook of that lizard monster. Do you play D&D? Because, like, we have a game <laughs> going. And, and he's <laughs> like, his first instinct is to just push away. Right? Like...
3: yeah, I wonder where that came from.
0: He's like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, fuck off. I love how they show his notebook. It's got, like,
2: a sweet Killer Croc, like a Robin logo, a Teen Titans logo, a Nightwing
1: logo, something called Mullet Math. Well, to be, <laughs> way to be conspicuous
0: yeah yeah, right <laughs> But th- and then th- this is when we get the killer croc uh, torturing his principal over the loudspeaker and we get this cool fight uh, Batman just smashes through the window because like <laughs> what, what he does. does he have some sort of tracking device on dick at this point like is he listening in on his
1: he just has yeah, killer croc point. senses
3: I mean, honestly, he was probably listening to, like, the police radio. Or he and followed somebody- Killer Croc there. Or that, yeah. or yeah.
2: maybe saw him somewhere, finally. I later. imagine
3: one of the teachers called the police the second they heard their principal's fingers being broken over the intercom. It and-
0: <laughs> could also be that, too.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, so, Croc ends up uh, taking a shot into Batman's already broken ribs, remembering that he already broke them the last time they met. <laughs> Oof. and kind of exit stage right with Batman so like yes. Batman's been kidnapped yep. by Killer Croc and now Robin has to save Batman so pretty cool shit so <laughs> Robin figures the only place they're gonna be it, the only place he's probably gonna take Batman is the old circus ground the fairgrounds where he used to live with his family And he's talking about, like, when walking up on the ruins of this fairground, it's like, Bruce offered to buy this land and just tear it down. Yeah. But, like, that would tear down the last thing that remains of that life, and it would kind of erase it. So that's sad.
2: And he does finally remember Killer Croc as well.
0: Right. Like, he got to live a happy life with his parents while Killer Croc watched from a tank. Yeah. oof, As the fish man. A Croc bummer of a life Yeah Yeah. and Croc has this like Animosity towards Dick And his family of like He just wants He wants to kill Batman And make Robin watch so that he can Make Robin watch yet another Father figure destroyed In front of him which is just Fucked up like it's fucked up
1: I mean yeah it was probably Like he watched Dick Eat like fish sticks on a lunch break, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's it. <laughs> that tears it.
3: <laughs>
0: oh my god! Fucking
3: kill this kid.
0: <laughs> god damn it! So we get we get this amazing yeah. fight scene of like Robin trying to because Batman's hanging upside down, chained to something, with his his head in this tank that's slowly filling up. So he's yeah. going to drown if he doesn't classic. get out soon. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic Batman trap. Yeah. So Robin has to fight Killer Croc while also trying to release Batman from the chains at the same time. And eventually uh, ends up beating Killer Croc. Well, he, he drops his lockpick in, in the bottom of the tank and then has to swim down and get it and then stabs Croc in the eyes with it.
3: Ugh. Well, the, the, the way they did that was brilliant because mm. like so croc is like dunking his head so he drops the lock and then a couple moments later in the fight croc is just like dunking his head underwater and he like kind of loses consciousness like he kind of passes out and in this like half awake dream state he's you know he sees his mom and dad and what you um, imagine to be heaven and and they're like uh open your eyes son open your eyes robin and then he opens his eyes, and the lockpick thing is right there. Yeah. And I kind of read that as he was hearing Batman say that to him, because Batman's well, head is underwater,
2: too. Well, that and the whole theme of this was he's always been fighting the darkness, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't overwhelm him, so he was being afraid of it. But then he finally let the darkness in, so he knew what it was, and he wasn't afraid anymore.
0: Yeah, he is the darkness now. He may
2: have also no. been drowning and had a moment when his brain was turning off, but like I think he it's <laughs> him kind of growing up and like, recognizing and growing past his trauma and learning how to live with it a little bit. I think that's how I read it. But like, yeah, no, abs- yeah. but also it, is like, it very well that. could have been Robin yelling at or Batman re- screaming under the water too. Right, <laughs> I think Batman's yeah. Just yeah. I like think it's- come
3: on, I taught you better <laughs> yeah. than this. It I think both. it's both. Yeah. I think I think it's both. I because like specifically open your eyes, Robin. Yeah, it was super such well done like, either
2: way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah.
3: Christian Bale Batman voice. It's like I taught you yeah. better than
1: this.
2: <laughs>
3: come on.
1: So
0: so he he manages we'll <laughs> he manages to incapacitate Croc. He unlocks Batman, saves the day. They have a good hug about it, and then we cut to Dick at the mansion playing mm. D&D with his new friends from school. Which is great. Aww, I think that's so sweet. I think yeah, that's great. It's finally him like, choosing to have his own life and not feeling like he has to be a carbon copy of Bruce.
3: Yeah, he's, yeah. Well, that's, I'm, I can uh, be Rob, I can be me, I don't have well, to, that's, yeah, I can it, be my so own He's person. not. He's not being the dark, he's being the light. Yeah,
0: yes. he's accepted so, like, the like dark. Batman he's not afraid is, of it yeah. anymore.
3: And and Batman is the dark, yeah. and Robin is the the light that mm-hmm. shines. Yeah, no, it's, yeah he it's also, very he, well done.
0: He also had like a, a a a a monologue about his costume and like you know thinking about going back to a darker costume, like the Nightwing costume he thought of. But then like yeah. the bright collars, he is the light in that situation. So then, yeah,
2: yeah, I think he still wants to be Robin for a bit longer. Um, yeah, so so well done. This is a great, like, Dick origin story.
3: Um, Yeah. It really perfectly encapsulates their relationship and the characterization of of both of them. Even though, like, Batman's barely in it, really. Yeah, this was a Robin He's the
0: damsel in distress in this story, Batman.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad
2: that we had a book that was about, you know, it's Dick's origin story. It shouldn't be about Batman. Right. Like, it should be about Dick. And it was, which was great.
1: It'd be cool to see Lemire do a follow-up where he becomes Nightwing.
2: Yeah, That'd be that great. would be, that really, would be cool. really cool. Like what?
3: Or Teen, Teen Titans book because like it also has we like a whole that. bit with him. Yeah, I also oh, I had a thought book was reading. Weird. Well, with <laughs> Dustin Nguyen specifically. Yeah, I, I, you know, I had a thought when reading
0: this great. of it's interesting how much more page time Alfred has gotten since they killed the character.
3: Right <laughs> in the main timeline. Yeah. Mm. It, it's so much more poignant now that he's dead. It's like him speaking from beyond the grave. We're getting you know?
0: all of these awesome Alfred stories now. He, even just like flashback stories are like, you know, he's in yeah. everything. It's great. He became
2: such a, especially in that run, like, he became such a v- vital part of the Bat family, and I think that again, that's probably why it was so impactful, but like, it's like, fuck, man, like, you had to get rid of him, like yeah. <laughs> this <is> bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to do some fuckery to bring him back. Most, you know, we're just going to have to get these kind of like older stories where he's mentored them throughout the years. Which, is, you know, so it kind of sucks. You said, especially when you read an Alfred like this, it's like fuck. I want more of this Alfred. Yeah.
5: Right. All right. Yes, that's me.
1: <laughs> I don't have any. Um, I'm gonna say away. Speaking of Alfreds, I got nothing. speaking of comic books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I have uh, Marauders number twenty-seven by Jerry Duggan, Matteo Lally, Phil Noto, and Rain Barreto. This is the final issue of Marauders for this team, this cast, and for the writers or the, it's weird, the creative team.
2: The, isn't the next book also Marauders?
1: Yeah, it's also called Marauders. It's not changing its name like the other ones. Is it going to change the numbers? So it's going to start over at one again? I think so, but I don't know. That's very. It'd be very confusing. I know there's an annual coming out that introduces the new team. Okay. Um, but I I, th- I think it's starting at one again. Hmm. But I'm not. I mean, positive. that would be
3: a classic Marvel move to start back at one yeah. again, just to yeah. make. It it
2: seems easy. odd that it's the same title and everything. Yeah, I get it's a new team, but like, come on.
0: I like that the cover is the same as the cover of the first issue, but where the characters are now standing yes. in the same, yeah, in the same pose and everything.: Yes, yeah, so I, issue- I have the poster for the first issue behind me, and oh, I yeah, like, picked that. this issue up and I looked over at the poster and then looked at this issue. And was like, huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> neat. <laughs> so this issue is a really good like kind of end cap to the the run, but also setting up where everyone's going to be post. Uh, post this book. So, um, we start with Kate going uh talking to Forge, and she's like, "You hey, hey, you figured out why I can't walk through the portals yet? You know that <laughs> mystery that has been like four three years long, and uh, so Forge is
0: working on it,
1: but they they still don't know. And uh, man, that it's just taking forever to get to that."
0: He made an interesting it- point about how she destroys technology when she phases mm. through it, and that the portals themselves are mutant technology.
3: Yeah. I- well, yeah, I, th- I thought that was the, the, the theory was that it was like her instinctively phasing because she's not used to walking through something without phasing. So she like physically can't get through the portal in no, her she phasing. Couldn't, she didn't
1: hatch from the resurrection egg.
3: Oh, that's what it was. That That didn't actually
1: solve the problem.
3: Uh, I thought it was like a similar issue.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. But Forge Uh, makes a good point that it could could be Krakoa just trying to like mitigate harm. Of like, okay, if, if, if this chick breaks... Technology. I probably shouldn't let her walk through the, the gates.
1: <laughs> well, I like that exchange too because he's like, "Oh man, I thought your problem was funny at first. It's like because I can walk through anything except all these doors, right? And he's like, "No, because this is the one piece of technology that has disrupted you." Usually, yeah. you disrupt technology. <laughs> She's like, "I was gonna guess that one next." Yeah.
4: Um,
1: and then we get to to Emma and um. Her story is kind of just sad. She's just lonely. And um, so her, the, her kind of like, arc through this issue is that she's essentially done with the uh, training company. And she's just going to focus on the Quiet Council, which we know uh, that there's a book uh, called Immortal X-Men about the Quiet Council. So she, that's just going to be her main focus. And this issue is her meeting with um Lord Chantel. She's finally back and in the current era and on Krakoa and she's gonna uh she asked her to take her place. And um They're, they're riding on horses together, which every time I on a horse I just I just I I don't know, I get flashbacks. <laughs> just PTSD from Butter Rum. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to uh bishop and pyro posing as uh like arms dealers i guess they're <laughs> Dude, selling at hellfire they're selling so hell carriers so fucking 80s man so they, good yeah they they've got like the the slick back hair and the sunglasses yeah looks ridiculous yeah
2: <laughs> and
1: uh yeah they they're they're selling black market shield helicarriers to the I love, how- <laughs> I love how they're like yeah we got three uh able to fly helicarriers and- as one what? crashes <laughs> just get two <laughs> flight ready helicarriers <laughs> I mean they're they're shield helicarriers so they're like made of paper
2: well and they're yeah. like salvaged too like I guess they found them somewhere after some battle or some shit who knows
1: I always had this uh this long running um thought that Shield should just switch to Winnebagos because it would just be way cheaper than <laughs> And they yeah. wouldn't destroy yeah. oh, the whole, like, whole cities Carons. when they crash yeah. them. Yeah. Come you- out
3: of the fucking sky like yeah. like of a- Hindenburg's like Jesus. You couldn't you couldn't get
1: to places quicker, <laughs> but you could have more of them and you could just like station them all over. And it would probably still save you money. Like a hundred thousand uh Winnebagos yeah. is probably uh,
2: Just Winnebago's with
3: teleporters. Like, what are you doing? They're selling these
2: for like, what, two billion a piece or some shit like that? And they're fucked up ones. So, like, they're probably way more than that, new. (laughs) Yeah. No, four billion a piece. Oh, that's right. Four billion a piece. Yeah. You know how many Winnebago's that is? That is a lot. That's (laughs) like, that's (laughs) literally all of them, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, every Winnebago. Yeah. Like, I think every single one on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Plus the
1: ones that haven't been made yet. So anyway, they're posing as these people uh, called Mister Nobody and Blade. And uh, Dude, I love the joke that he makes at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, but they're pretending to be these people, and uh, they're selling to the Hellfire, the the little kid Hellfire Club that is like one of the main enemies in the book. And um, they're selling them through crypto, and yeah. they're like get they got like eight billion in crypto, and then they donated it all to charity. Which is awesome,
3: so, but do charities accept crypto? You, <laughs> probably. What, you, can,
2: you can sell it and convert it, and then you can just cash.
1: So
3: yeah. they probably converted yeah. it and
2: gave the cash to somebody.
1: Um, but just as they're like about to finalize the deal, the real people that they're impersonating show up. They get the money though first. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. And then they, the people show up. They're like, "Well, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> and then they. Bye. And then they retreat to Kate's flying pirate ship, which is amazing. But <sighs> it's a great sentence that you just said. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> incredible. I love it. Yeah. And we get this, uh, we get this small scene with, uh, Callisto on Madripoor helping, uh, Wilhelmina, like, we saw Wilhelmina, uh, face her abusive father a few issues ago, and, um, she's kind of having an identity crisis, and, uh, yeah. Callisto helps her. There's this uh, reaver that's like after her, and Callisto kills him. And um, then Wilhelmina's like, I wish, you know, I had a completely different face and just wanted like a new start. So he's like, Well, I got someone that could help you. So yeah, that- I might know somebody. <laughs> yeah, Callisto, she brings her to Mask uh, <laughs> and, and he helps her. Um, that's his, kind of. I never even thought about that. Like, face. That shit was like- weird surgery and stuff
2: like he could just make her look like somebody else I like he's like yeah don't worry you're still beautiful but your own mother wouldn't recognize you and she's like yeah yeah you're right because I pushed her out of window it's like Jesus Christ
1: (laughs) (laughs) alright this is dark yep (laughs) and then we cut to Lord and Emma and Sebastian and they're about to go tell Sebastian that Lord is taking Emma's seat but Lord switches and decides that she's taking Sebastian's seat, and she just puts her foot on his leg, and is like, yeah, by the way, uh, you're, you're no longer involved in the, in the training company. And he's like, okay. I was like, what do you mean, okay? Like how Emma's like, oh god, this bitch.
2: Like, uh, why? Like, oh, this isn't what we talked okay. about.
1: Okay, this didn't go horribly. Okay, uh, alright. <laughs> yep. And it's like, so, Sebastian just, just, Gave up his position. Clearly there's there's something going on. Yeah. Um And then it's it's Lord and Emma celebrating well uh they join Kate on her ship and they're like all beating up uh the
5: like robots, I guess, that the arms dealers have.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah just like yeah, they try to like invade their pirate ship, but they're just casually yeah. having a conversation while killing a bunch of robots on a pirate
1: ship. This is a fucking wild issue, yeah, and uh <laughs> yeah, so Kate's like you know Sebastian's definitely up to something, and then uh pyro's like speaking of what we're talking about people quitting things. I'm going to quit the team because I'm going to go on book tour with my romance novel. I'm like, what? Which is, what is, which is amazing. happening? <laughs> it's great, but I was like, where did that come from?
2: <laughs> yeah, that seems way out of le- like They casually mentioned it earlier in the issue when like, uh, Bishop's like, no, I didn't read that shit you gave me. I thought it was one of your stupid novels. It's like, yeah. no, that was like the mission dossier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then uh, we meet Christian and he says that him and Iceman are leaving because they're going to go on vacation. And they're like, where is Iceman? And he's like, oh, he's fighting ice giants right now just, to test just his to abilities. Just to see if he can. Just fucking up ice And then giants. we cut to Iceman fighting ice giants. And he's like, he's uppercutting one. And he's like, send me the ones that fight Thor. And we're like, we, <laughs> we are the ones that fight Thor. I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> I loved how the, the guys were like, Normally,
2: we know why people are fighting us. Why do you fight us? It's like, because I can. It's like, damn.
3: It's brutal. Because
0: <laughs> I'm an omega like, level, and I can do whatever the fuck ice, I want.
3: Ice yeah. Giants are just trying to live their damn lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker comes out of a
2: portal, just starts beating the also, shit out of Also, he's like,
1: them. and it's and considered it a little payback for invading Earth. Don't do that again. He's like, we won't.
3: Uh, <laughs> we, we weren't def- planning on it. Why <laughs> are you here? We definitely won't now.
1: <laughs> It's just such a ridiculous. I just felt bad for these.
2: Yeah, these ice giants. I'm like, oh man,
1: ice giants were just you know vibing, waxing, just (laughs) chilling. Yeah,
3: literally chilling. Get it? Nice.
1: ice. Fuck. (laughs) Terrible. So bad. To meet you. All right.
5: Well. All right, yeah, and then oh, Kate,
1: Kate asks uh, Bishop if he's quitting, and he's like, "No, I'll stick around. This is too much fun." Um, and then we get a scene. Uh, Emma says she's uh leaving to go take care of something, and we get the scene where Emma goes and talks to the cuckoos and asks them to take her spot in the training company, and they say yes. And um, yeah, I kind of like how she would talk to him and was like, I thought you guys were just going to
2: fucking take it from me one time. <laughs> at some oh point. yeah. And they're like, no, we're fine. And then she's like, all right, how are you guys going to figure out who does, you know, who's in charge and all that stuff? I'm like, Oh, whoever's got
1: whoever's, whoever's white, white that, that, day. that day gets yeah. the final <laughs> decision.
2: So I, I thought it was like a nice little conversation that they had.
1: Well, yeah, but she goes, though, I find it hard to believe that all of you wish to help me. And it's like, some of us wish to please others wish to try on your shoes. So we might know how better to avoid becoming you. I was like, damn. Whoa. Yeah yeesh kind of (laughs) savage yeah
2: but you know she's not perfect right so I guess that's fair and then uh
1: we we get uh the final scene of her walking back to the um the quiet council and she's like you know I I was kind of spreading myself too thin with the hellfire training company and everything so now I have um just time to focus uh on the, on the Quiet Council. It uh, seems like
2: Shaw was doing the same thing, too. Yeah. but he Wanted to focus on the council for whatever reason.
1: The ending of this is her, like, staring at Sinister, and then also, um... There was a scene where she stared at Sinister earlier, so, like, Sinister... And from the, uh, the conversation she had with uh, Magneto and Hellions about Sinister, about how he's a cancer, I think... Yeah. She is going to like focus her time on getting rid of Sinister, and that they're setting up a big like thing between them. And I'm yeah. sure that is probably one of the story points in Gillen's book.
3: Oh, I'm sure because oh, yeah. we all know that how much Gillen loves writing Sinister. So,
5: yep, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to exactly. be fucking awesome.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, uh, I forgot. And the uh, there's more. Uh, this this was a long issue.
0: Yeah, yeah there's a lot here.
1: Uh, the, so the last thing is Kate going to Reed Richards and asking, it's like, yo, can you figure out why I can't use the cocoon portals? Everyone else on Kukkoa is an idiot. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but I want, my, I want my knowledge that was taken from me by uh-huh. Xavier. I was like, oh, okay. So Kate is just going behind Xavier's back and... Yeah, no problem. Here's some Kukkoa flowers that make gates. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> we got more secrets now. Kate's just yeah.
1: going rogue. Yeah,
2: which is fine. Sure. It's funny because we cleaned up all, all the
0: secrets on. and now we got some more secrets. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow. Well, the council was like, we're not going to have any more. It's well, not. Kate's like, it's not just X-Men. kidding. <laughs> I'm going to have some. Not an X Men without secrets. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Without like um, crippling, we'll bring down
1: Krakoa level
2: secrets. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's going to be a fun plot point to follow. Yeah. I'm still curious so what- about what's making her not able to go through the gates. Yeah, because I yeah we, we I, I thought really thought it was out. her
3: phasing. Yeah,
0: I I I I think I think Forge uh, introduces an, a new interesting um snag in the whole thing.
2: Mm. Yeah, I would imagine that so he's going to have to at some point.
0: Well, he, just the revelation of of her usually breaking technology, and this time technology is breaking her powers.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna. He's
5: not gonna like make like a little, little like flower that she pins on, and it's gonna fix it. Yeah, right. right. It's not that simple.
2: (laughs) A corsage. Yep. (laughs)
1: Wouldn't that be nice and easy?
3: So, what's the new? What's the new lineup? So it's cuckoo's bishop.
1: Oh, that's, that's for the Hellfire Company.
3: Oh, okay. So, so what's the new Marauders lineup? Do we know? <laughs> it's um, Akihiro, uh,
5: Kate, and uh, Bishop.
1: Um, that character that was introduced during the Pride issue. Uh, okay, I don't remember who they are. Uh, I think they they only exist in that one issue, and Cassandra Nova. Oh, weird. Okay. Yep,
5: <laughs> like that's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. I don't
4: know
1: how I feel.
5: <laughs> we'll see how it plays out.
1: It's All like right. worse than sinister and the Fenris twins. <laughs> that that's that's pretty much as bad as you can get. I think.
3: I think so. Yeah,
5: that's that's pretty brutal.
1: Well, oh, uh, sh- should be fun. Cannon is joining and uh, Tempo is staying on, so it, hopefully that means that Tempo's going to be an actual character and not, like, in three scenes in the background. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Dang.
5: All right, yeah. so shout-outs.
3: All right, yeah. Uh, for shout-outs, I just wanted to mention Daredevil Woman Without Fear, number one. Um, really just ties together a lot of, like, Electra's Backstory and like her meeting Matt and falling in love with him in Columbia and Stick, and like all that fun stuff, and ties it into all the stuff that's going on in Devil's Reign. And uh, she's getting hunted by Craven, so that's just wild. Um, just yeah, it's really this fucking, fuck guy? Yeah, yeah, this this fucking, fucking guy, yeah, this fucking Craven. guy,
1: Craven is the ultimate. This fucking guy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, him and the jackal. Yeah, never shows, it's, it's, always
2: shows up when. And like the, it feels like every time I read an issue with Craven, it couldn't be worse timing. Right?
3: Oh, of ah, course. Ah. Yeah, yeah. It's like this one shows odd. up. Shows up like,
2: yo, like, can you wait like two weeks? I got some shit. Two like, weeks. I'm cool. Let's do this. Can Can you just come back?
0: I remember thinking <laughs> right before I turned the page to the reveal page, going like, "Oh, this better not be fucking Craven." And I turned the page. I was like, "God damn it!"
2: Well, Guess what, bitch? It, it's it, Craven. They, they hinted <laughs> at it in one of the in the Devil's Reign issue, yeah. which she kind of like meets Craven on the in the, wherever the fuck she is. So. Yeah,
3: so, yeah, it just, it ties together a lot more of that, like, hand stuff, because, like, the whole reason Electra came to Daredevil in the first place and agreed to be Daredevil was to get him to help her take down the hand, and now, that's all coming back to to bite her in the ass, so, it's, uh, yeah. That's
2: right, because that hasn't, (laughs) That's kind of taken a back seat since he's been in fucking jail. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. She's like, yeah, when you're out, we'll take on the hand. And now he's out and they're dealing with Fisk. Yeah. But the hand never fucking went away. So. Yeah.
0: Still fucking yeah. shit up, probably. Yeah, and Of course, no, they had to bone was, at least once, right? Of
3: course. Oh, yeah,
2: they can't fucking help each other. They just yeah. can't help themselves.
3: And of course, they had to bone in his brother's bed because Yeah, gross. Matt Murdock,
2: if, there's, <laughs> if I know anything <laughs> about Matt Murdock, it's he cannot keep him in his pants
0: when he's he supposed cannot. to.
3: Incapable of capable. keeping in his pants. The horn- the thirstiest Marvel character. Yeah, I think that's Matt fair. Marvel.
2: I think that's an accurate statement.
0: And he's Catholic. He'd think he'd have like 500 kids by now.
3: <laughs> Fuck. Well, just because he doesn't believe in birth control doesn't mean that all the women he's boning don't. <laughs> that's a good point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, who's next? That's me. My shout out is Death of Doctor Strange, Bloodstone number one. Uh, by Teeny Howard, Iguara, and DJ Lima. Uh, just wanted to shout it out because I love Elsa Bloodstone, and she's not in nearly enough books, and this is a whole one-shot about her and her brother. Um, and her sister. And her long-lost sister. Like, long-lost, like, thousands of years. In a different years. dimension. <laughs> like, really, really <laughs> long time ago lost. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that was a fun, you know, family dynamic. Uh, you know, her brother's like possessed by some demon thing that takes over his body, and he turns into like a kaiju. Real, sure, real sure. Jason
3: Blood vibes g- coming from from uh, from Colin. What's his name? Colin. Yeah, Colin. Colin Bloodstone. Uh,
1: Blood. Don't like um, that. Yeah. but uh, Teeny Howard's like the perfect writer for him also. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. So I really enjoyed this. It was just, you know, uh one a one shot and um didn't have if y- you can read it without reading Death of Doctor Strange, uh just magic is gone haywire because he's gone. That's all you need to know.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll do a quick one so we can get to the insanity that is our top story. That's no. <laughs> a quick. One. I got King of Spies number two, Mark Millar, and Mateo Scalera. Um, classic super spy has six months to live, so he just goes and kills everyone that he wasn't allowed to kill for the last fifty years. No, fucking- including
3: oh. including Reagan. So yeah, that's
2: fun. I was basically a, kind of. This one is just him going on a fucking rampage. He's killing like drug kingpins, a human trafficker, a pop star who's a pedophile. Um,
3: US presidents who the, start the wars. The TV
2: boss that kills all the right stories. So basically all the people that were like off limits, because he worked for the government, everyone who was off limits he's just going after all those fucking monsters that were protected. Uh, he kills like two former prime ministers. Good boy. Actually he has another assassin kill two prime ministers and then kills the assassins. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he gets on a plane acting like uh, the pilot and kill talking about the killing a U.S. president, he's like, there's so many because they're all pieces of shit.
3: Yeah, every <laughs> single one, just take them out. But if just I only fucking- have
2: if I only have one, I'm gonna go to the one that caused a two-decade-long war and the you know for oil. And it's like, oh, okay, obviously this is gonna be Bush. And then you see. The depiction and I'm like oh I guess I guess Mateo Scalero hates Reagan too because <laughs> this dude Reagan <laughs> uh, I just like this scene because he's like oh he's not going to kill us we're uh, like 15,000 feet in the air and immediately shoots him in the head and jumps out of the plane I'm like this is awesome <laughs> it's just all action Um, just just kind of up my alley like this one of those like just rampagey type um comics that
3: just just, just the righteous kills that you wish you could see
2: yeah exactly it's like alright and then like we have we, we still have our pieces of shit like uh, his son who has now been tasked to go kill him it's just gonna be a, one of those type of books um, but I just really like I'm loving the art and the action in this some of the this whole scene where he jumps out of this plane and fights a dude in the air and all this shit it's fucking mayhem <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's awesome and it's gorgeous um but, yeah, so, if you're interested in that nonsense, go check it out. <laughs> uh. Alright,
0: you ready to jump into the autoverse?
2: Oh, into the octoverse. <laughs> I, am, I am so happy that it took so little time for us to explain the end of Devil's Reign. I'm so happy that we immediately have an answer about why Hulk has forearms.
0: Right. Because <laughs> I'm so happy. Because six he's, he's auto-banner. Oh, six Banner. arms, yeah.
2: Yeah, so we find out, basically, he used... <laughs> Doc Ock has used read Reed technology to go through the multiverse and get all the different versions of him. He wants to
1: make a council of Oct- Octavius'. He wants to make
2: a council of Octavius', but it turns out, I guess, different versions of him aren't just Doc Ock. They're also <laughs> Otto Banner, Otto Blaze, who's a fucking Ghost Rider, Otto Howlett, who's yeah, fucking Wolverine, and Otto Parker, I think.
1: Um, I love the... The Wolverine one is just, like, tentacle claws? Yeah. yeah. It's like, that sounds <laughs> yeah. painful. claw
2: Yeah. To- yeah.
3: <laughs> the logistics of that are confusing and painful. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: like, all right, before we get too into this, can we just... So, it's not like Otto is an octopus person, so I just don't <laughs> understand...
3: Do you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Like, why, why? Why? is the motif? Because like, it's the motif. If, if Otto Octavius would be a Wolverine, then just have him be a Wolverine. It doesn't. Like, why does he have to be an octopus? Sure, no, I, what if the
1: spider mans is a pig? What if the Spider-Man is a pig? <laughs>
2: no. Yeah, but not. So <laughs> like, uh, no, Here's my question. Why? No. Okay. What? I agree. I agree with you, RJ. Because that's because he's from the pig universe. Anyway, but he's still a so Spider-Man. No, he's, he's not. What? He's not. So, why don't the other Ottos have like? The biomechanical suit, like he does, like he's the Hulk, but has this other suit. Did he like buy it? Like, like because the the, the, the uh, what Ghost the Rider one is a pig. Like the Ghost Rider one has chains coming out of his back. I guess it doesn't make sense. It's just very strange. Yeah, it's, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't funny. really matter. That's a great argument to uh, my <laughs> rebuttal to this. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good. You're really trying
3: to put logic on a on a thing that doesn't need. it what if the anyway,
2: Spider-Man's is a pig. So he has his. Um, <laughs> He has his superior four, which is him, uh, Ghost Rider Octopus, Wolverine Octopus, and Hulk Octopus. And then they go hang out. They go to this next world to get. It's called. It's Earth fifty sixty nine, which is the Gutted Gulch. Which that's a great name. Nice. Um, That's my new metal album coming out, guys. Um, And it's like a dead Earth, basically. But then this um, Iron Man ish dude The Scab. The
0: Iron Scab? Scab
2: um that basically just like
3: i mean that all the other avengers are on strike and he's yeah, the only uh, one being an avenger yeah there you go well they <laughs> also kind
2: of said like no one else was there so like but he seems to be like otto stark but he apparently is like a piece of shit they deem him unworthy because they beat him so easily they're like ah fuck this guy <laughs> well like, his whole thing right.
0: was like there's an, uh, there's an Otto Octavius In every possible universe And the Otto Octavius in every possible universe Is the supreme being right. yes. And then like this was like they ran into one That wasn't and he's like well shit there's, there goes my whole thing." No
1: there yeah. wasn't even one in that universe
0: Oh that's right He had yeah. never heard yeah. of him yeah. Um, yeah. So he, um, yeah. But so as they're really beating him up beat him. Uh, s- these,
1: r- these like Magic rings go around o- uh, Otto's uh, tentacles And they, they floop <laughs>
2: Yeah, they, they get um they they stop performing at their, yeah, their top level. You
3: know, Which happens f- happens to all men. Really, week, just week after week. <laughs>
2: really,
0: this has so never they just, happened to me. Before, I
4: just, so they just cause it, it's just funny because I sent
1: there last week there were two issues that had this same joke of the the uh tentacles going limp uh t- in two different books and now this is week later
0: the book.
3: Book number three yeah. of Lymptic Octopus Arms.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they, everyone writing these these Doctor Octopus books had a dare, like they all had to fit this joke in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, to see you could do this bit. I find yeah. this I find this
1: group uh, like I find the Superior Four so interesting because a long time ago, in the like 80s, uh, the when the Fantastic Four. There, there was a weird moment in Marvel where the Fantastic Four went away I don't remember it was like after Infinity Gauntlet or something and the Fantastic Four became Ghost Rider Hulk Wolverine and Spider-Man and for oh. some reason this that hmm. team keeps reappearing in different books um, mm-hmm. and that is definitely like this, this book is definitely a callback to that era oh okay
0: did not know that. Yeah. Leave it to you it was, to have that reference handy.
1: Yeah, it was for real. a very weird Fantastic Four time. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so they get back home, and yeah. Otto realizes that he can't. He, you know, building uh, an, a council of Ottos isn't feasible uh, because the because a lot of his counterparts haven't realized their greatness yet. So what he actually has to do is he has to go murder them all and take their knowledge.
2: <laughs> I love how immediately <laughs> he's like, you know what, instead of working with them, fuck them all. <laughs> yeah! I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> I, like, immediately. I, 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 he didn't did did, their knowledge.
3: I forget, knowledge. Did, they, did they... specifically say this is some real Highlander yeah, shit? Goes, or did yeah. I the just Ghost Rider one is yeah. like, this is
1: some real Highlander shit. I thought it was the Wolverine <laughs> that said that. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I thought it was a said. black
2: uh, oh, it was, text box. It was the Wolverine. It was the Wolverine one. Okay. It's just you just see his silhouette. I'm looking at it, yeah. But like they're all just like, but then eventually they're all just like, all right, <laughs> like they're just they just get <laughs> on board.
1: <laughs> that, sure, I just I love that, that 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 uh, that plan pivoted with one bad uh, mission. Just like all right, you know what? We're gonna murder all of them. Yeah, yeah it's, it, either it. it's not going to work, or we're all gonna.
2: Or it's we're it's gonna fucking it, it's gonna <laughs> work, and we're gonna Brain supreme. And they're all like, "It's like, oh, what if they beat us?" The Ghost Rider one. They're like, "They won't." So we'll then they, like, they they won't. also like, right.
1: inspect um Otto's tentacles, and they, they get them working again. But they notice that there's now magical runes inscribed on them.
0: Yeah,
3: that's probably not. Good. That's like,
0: probably but I do really not. Good. Believe in magic, and then yeah, yeah the 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 ghost Too bad, because
3: magic believes in you. Yeah, the
0: Ghost Rider one was like, well, um, excuse me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I have something to say about that. Yeah, what do you think? You know, <laughs> yeah. gestures wildly at everything
3: <laughs> <laughs> with chain tangles?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Have you been to a Marvel universe before? Yeah. Magic is very real. My guy. Yeah, Ghost
2: Rider tells him Mephisto always wins. So it's yeah, like, m- yeah. So then they go on their next mission. Love this. I like how this is the first one. They're like, "Yeah, we got to go kill this bitch first." Like that. Th-
1: yeah. And they find uh, mm-hmm. they find Spider-Man, Doctor Octopus, who overcame his abusive father and became a superhero. Yeah. Um. And kinda, they, yeah, we got to kill this guy they, quick, they just, he kinda,
2: right? He kind of gives it to him for a little bit there, though, for a minute, for, for, for a minute, and then yeah. I like that when Wolverine
0: Dr. Octopus uh, pulls his (laughs) his octopus claws out, you get, like, all of the snicks. It's like, snick, 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 snick. snick. I like that. He's
1: my favorite, because I just he's like a walking nightmare. It makes
3: so little sense, and is also so horrifying. (laughs) He he saves a
1: A ton of money on razor blades, though.
2: Yeah,
3: for sure. (laughs)
1: It's just like,
2: oh, I was like, all right, maybe this guy is going to give him the business. Then I realize he's fighting a Hulk Wolverine <laughs> yeah. a Ghost Rider. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's fucked. Never mind. So, yeah, they make quick work of him, absorb his knowledge, I guess, to understand like what he's got. Sure. Dr- he says, how does he say it? He's like, I access the mindscape and drink your intellect. Is like, ew. I drink your milkshake. I drink a up.
3: Drink. Yeah.
0: Well, this yeah, is one- this is very similar to the spider verse in that there were these beings who were trying to snuff out all of the spiders in the world. And now here we are trying to snuff out all of yeah. the, the other eight-legged things of the world. Only it's them. Yeah. yeah. Only yeah. they're the ones doing it.
1: We know, we know who is de- doing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we cut to Uh, Atlantis being destroyed.
2: Atlantis... Is it being destroyed, or is he... he, I think he's going home. Oh, okay. That's how I read this. Um, 10,000 Atlantis collapse into the ocean with me. Yeah, because they they recognize who it is. So I think he's... Okay, This person, this shadowy octopus creature is going home to Atlantis. Um, but he realizes that someone has killed is killing the spiders, or octopuses. Fuck, sorry. Got i got me confused. Sorry. I think he realizes <laughs> that someone's killing the octopuses, and he immediately knows that it's Doc Ock that's doing it. Yep. And then we get this fucking splash page. <laughs> this is such a fucking good reveal. That he is, I am the supreme octopus. And it's it's Doc Sorcer- Doom Sorcerer Supreme. It's like Doom Sorcerer Supreme Ock. Yep. But you see the bands. I do, the same I do band. like, yep.
3: I like that, um... At least in one scenario him being an octopus makes sense because it's a water-based thing. So is he also <laughs> Namar
0: in the is is he a Namar as he's well? He's a little bit of everything
2: in this one, yeah.
3: Well, that makes it that would make him superior and and supreme, yeah. I think.
2: So he this mm. this may be the ultimate version. So he's this He also t- comes with sour cream
0: because Nice.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's true because he is a supreme, yeah. So he's the, <laughs> he's potentially the Doc Ock. He is the Sasha <laughs> D- puddle. He's sour Dr. Doom. <laughs> and Namor all wrapped into one with sour cream. With sour cream. it's just with a puddle
3: cream. of sour cream.
2: <sighs> and you get I your just, choice I, of I, either I
3: just, nachos or cinnamon <laughs> twists. I just really want one Doctor Octopus to be aquatic. Yeah, that's like that's <laughs> like to be an is, it, is it too much to fucking yeah. ask that way? It's all octopus themed for no fucking it's reason. Just <laughs> one
1: one has to live in a water jar.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, a, so, something. One, just one
0: of
2: them like has one, to be one...
0: an invertebrate. Like, could we? <laughs>
2: yeah, one of them's just an. Oh yeah, one of
3: them's one of them just needs an octopus. To... One of them needs to spray ink when they're scared. <laughs> oh what, if, what
0: if that that one universe they went to where there wasn't a Doc Ock? It was just it was just an yeah, octopus. He's, just an octopus. Yeah, yeah, he's in a yeah. tank somewhere. <laughs> no, it's just an evil he's a, It's
3: just a cephalopod. Yeah. He's not not just, just hanging out.
0: Yeah. Some those sort those of mollusk. Doctor
1: Squid. He's just philosopher. He's just. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's living squin. in a in a tank in a um Japanese restaurant. Oh. No, <laughs>
0: no. Just waiting for some old boy to come he, to eat him. He's a sushi oh, chef, no.
3: an
1: octopus sushi chef. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's got like sushi knives as his as his tentacles. Yeah. Oh my oh. god! Well, that it's was
0: ridiculous. a lot of uh, a lot of oceanic puns in a row. So
1: <laughs> going deep on this one. Oh no! <laughs> uh, god, <laughs> damn this book it. is like just one of my favorite kinds of comics.
0: It's, it's just great. It was it's just ridiculous enough.
3: Yeah, it it's was a just, lot of fun. It's just some dumb shit that's super fun, and that's what <laughs> comics should be sometimes, you know? Yeah. I just like
2: this idea of, like, why the fuck would Doc Ock want this? Oh, he wants <laughs> he wants to go hang out with all of his other selves. That, Got it. Yeah, well,
3: I, I'm fine I love that. the immediate idea of just, like, oh, I'll make a council. No, I'll kill yep, them all. That, <laughs> that turn, honestly, was maybe so my quickly. favorite
1: story beat in the book. It was just, like, Oh, no, okay, now now it makes sense. How
0: quickly do you think <laughs> it's going to take for the four of them to turn on each other?
3: Oh yeah, that's the next. It's mm. also a, it reminds me of uh the mythology of the Sith Lords in Star Wars because, Yeah, the rule of 2. Yeah, 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 cuz like back in the like thousands of years before the movies and the old uh expanded universe there was actually like an a whole army of like sith lords but they would always just usurp each other and murder the fuck out of each other to get power so like they decided that like no 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 this is all terrible there should only be two at a time there's just a master and an apprentice because at any given time they'll all try to kill each other
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's yeah. like the
3: rule of four with octopuses until those four are, are going to fight for supremacy but you think there would <laughs> be gotcha. eight
0: right like because that's the You'd whole think- motif
1: well, he's got eh. four arms sometimes. Well, no, like he's got the,
2: yeah, it's four yeah, limbs, but there's always four coming out of the back of them. That's, I think, also, that's there's clearly whatever. a Fantastic
3: Four. There's a Fantastic Four symmetry thing going uh, on, yeah, as RJ mentioned. Four, and he's yeah. taking Reed's technology, yeah, and it's yeah, like a whole. True. Yeah. A the whole thing. lot of motifs it's so arbitrary. Going on. <laughs> yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all the motifs just like smashed together. Uh, well, kind well, of like fun these, scenes, this. I got this.
0: this. This Doom Octopus, where it's it's all of these yeah, exactly. villains smashed Dude, together. Dude, he looks so together. cool.
2: Yeah, he's pretty fucking. I want his action I'm,
0: figure. Yeah, yeah, I mean I, that's I do a too. good Marvel selects. Get on that. That's a great maybe. This is the build a character. This is the build. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, this is the build a yeah, figure. When you buy all of the four autos, they might make it a Heroic.
1: Heroics would do anything. Oh
0: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) or a Funko Pop. We'll get a Funko Pop at this eventually. Oh yeah.
3: Well, now you've manifested it. It's gonna happen. But it'll just
2: look a little (laughs) bit off. I'd still buy it. Probably. It'll it'll be three degrees off. (laughs) 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 To avoid any copyright fucky fuckery. (laughs) It's amazing how they get away with that. It's incredible. That's all it takes. But anyway, that's a that's a different tangent. We've already All talked right. a lot to this podcast. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's it. That was last week's comics. We did it. We got there. We got here. Yay! Yep. Episode one hundred and one.
2: What? What?
3: what, what? <laughs> Record breaking episode <laughs> one hundred
2: and one. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. We're the only comics podcast who's ever gotten over hundred issues. That's not no. It's, it's our true. We,
3: we broke our this own. This is the record only podcast that
2: I've been on that has hundred episodes. <laughs>
3: Same.
0: Look at that, We're breaking <laughs> records every day. Not me, but that's a different yeah. story. Yeah. Go listen to TMNT Minute. It's an evergreen podcast. <laughs> uh, it's fun. You'll enjoy it. I promise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was the least convincing sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right, so. What's what's out this week? What do we got?
3: Uh, we got Ben Riley Spider Man number one. Uh, we've got the Ten Lives of Wolverine number one. Got Batman we've the Night number
2: got...
3: one. Uh-huh, Zidarsky the, the Zidarsky Zidarsky, Devil, Zidarsky Rain, uh huh. Zdarsky Zdarsky
2: bats. Devil's Reign X Men.
3: Silver Server Rebirth number one. Uh, lots of number one.
2: Teeny Howard's She-Hulk. Catwoman. Teeny Howard. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, fuck Mu- yeah. Moon Knight again. Detective again. Mm-hmm. Eternals. Uh, the Rush. Regular Spider Man again.
5: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Did I say Moon Knight? We said Moon Knight.
3: I don't know. Moon Nightwing. Primordial. Sweet. Uh. Yeah, tons of shit.
2: Uh, TMNT, Punk Frogs. Or oh t- shit. Sorry, TNPF. I apologize. Um, <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Silver coin.
3: Uh, the X Men tie into Devil's Reign. That's all about Emma and yeah. her relationship to Kingpin. So that'll be fun.
2: Oh yeah, that'll be that'll be something all right well go buy these comics
0: um can't think of it turn this turn this crap off and go visit your comic shop Mm. tell tell them we sent you um i don't know if that'll help uh but it might
2: depends what shop you go
0: to yeah right (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh follow us on the twitters and the instagrams at last week's comics uh join our patreon and our discord channel i'll give you links to that in the in the doobly doo um That's it for us. Uh, Myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.